Greetings, blessings, and welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Stay Empower People podcast. This is Ia Ocean Remy Lekun, aka Kenny Moon, and you are listening to Thriving Thursdays. <sighs> I am taking a big breath in this moment because I have a message that has been unveiled to me by a call I recently had with my daughter. She's a high schooler now and she's, I mean, not now, she's fully into high school and, you know, she's got many, many, many different friends from many different friend circles. Um, And some are, you know, her school friends and some are friends she's met at social gatherings and many are friends she's met on social media. So who they are and what they're into spans the range, much like it did for me when I was in high school. And she just got a call from um, one friend that another was in the hospital and has been shot. That friend is um, in recovery, um, but they don't know how he's going to do. And I just held space as my daughter just shared what she could about it before she had to um, leave for an appointment. And um, just here as her emotions went through the range of anguish because she's tried to kind of counsel this young man about like changing his behaviors and who he's hanging out with and where he's hanging out and things he does on the street. And of course, you know, he's in his own world. So he's not going to really take her advice though he hears it and she's incredibly worried and sad and all the emotions you can imagine and as I was listening to her there was something that I wanted her to understand or return her consciousness to that I'm going to share with all of us today and that is about really being with the impermanence of all things. So it is September 22nd. It's, we are one day away from the fall equinox. We are in a great shift. We're in a, another, (laughs) another retrograde. We're going through all kinds of things, but that is the nature of life. That is really the nature of existence. Even the things that we say are non-living on this planet, I don't really use that term. Um, Just like, you know, I understand that if something came from something that's living, the vibration of the energy within that matter may slow down to what what is perceived to be um, still but just like potent energy, it's there. It still has a vibrational field. I think for people who are clairsentient, that's what a large part of what we pick up on. So, but if we were to look at, let's say, you know, a beautiful um, Chippendale vintage dresser, that thing is going to deteriorate over time. It's just going to break down. Even, you know, man-made objects. Plastic is one of the worst because it doesn't break down within anyone's lifetime, but it still will happen. It just will take a very, very, very long time. 
So the rate of change for for different aspects of creation is is different. But nonetheless, everything has a cycle of birth, creation, of growth and maturation, of decline, aging, and then finally transition to a different realm outside of its physical experience. But in our indigenous spiritual practices, we also understand that everything that dies is a part of a greater cycle. It may return in a new form or it may pour into the life cycle of other living things or into the, which we see in the ecosystem or into the um, energetic field of existence. So that's a much deeper conversation. It changes based on people's different religious and spiritual orientations, but this is something that I believe in and this is something that I believe in teaching my children because at times like this, and really all times throughout history, death has been an aspect of humanity since the existence of humanity. And it will always be for things that are of nature. Everything goes through that cycle. And when we are in the living that we're doing and we are attaching ourselves to people and forming bonds and loving relationships, even enjoying the experience of life, it can be really, really, really difficult to deal with the transition of things. Death for all of us, even though we we who are spiritual or we who are religious, whatever you are, non-religious, whatever, we, we kind of have different but supposedly comforting ideas about what happens when we leave the body. And yet we stay so attached to our human emotion of grieving and we attach to the expression of everything as we know it in our five senses in this 3D reality that I think sometimes we forget the things that we say we believe in, which is that nothing dies, it just transforms or transitions into transformation. So what we have to or what we are given an opportunity to be reminded of for our own peace of mind is that everything is in constant change. Everything is constantly in motion. There is no stillness. None that I've learned about in my in my scientific studies. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm definitely not an astrophysicist. I'm, I'm going from a layperson who has interest in science and interest in discovering the truth of the universe as much as is available for me to understand. I really pursue that. But I welcome anyone to tell me, oh no, there's stillness. And and prove to me where that exists because as far as I know, there is nothing still in the universe. Everything is changing at all times. Including the expression of those we love 
in the body. Wouldn't it be such a great benefit for all of us if we were to be real about, open about, communicative about the fact that we all have life and death in common? No matter what, that's the thing we have in common. We all will die. And we, most of us say we believe in something greater after that death. Or if nothing else, a relief and release from what isn't optimal about living in this body. And yes, the experiences here are wonderful for many. But every one of us has a finite experience to have within our bodies. We seem to just ignore that and deny it in everyday conversation because it would just be too somber and, you know, too dark. But why can't we speak about life through the lens of optimism and gratitude because we understand that it's finite? Why don't we speak about this in a way that says, hey, I know I only have a little bit of time and I don't even know what that time is. So please, if you see me just flunking around and just, you know, Netflix and chilling too hard or, you know, if I'm just drinking all the time and just partying and bullshitting and I'm not, I'm not living into my, my destiny, at least in pursuit of what that is, please check me because you know I don't have much time, you know, on a good day, you know, we're looking at 90, 100 years, you know, for, for the Western world that's like unique. In some parts of the world, of course, you have people living, you know, especially in indigenous world communities, well beyond 100. And you have many, many people who don't make it past a week. So let us talk about the perpetual nature of all things that is impermanence. But let us do it in a way that encourages us to live fully, to go for it, to say enough is enough for things that aren't serving us. We don't know how long we have. We don't know how long the people we love have. And no, we don't wish anything on anyone. But what if we just start conversing about it to motivate ourselves and each other? to live fully so that the part of mourning that really centers on regret can be eradicated and we get to be with what's left. Yes, yes, we mourn. Even those who are spiritual or metaphysical or religious, we mourn. We definitely mourn because we are mourning so much. But one thing we will continue to mourn is the transition the losing of something that has been fundamental to our reality and the beliefs we have about what would happen in the future of that. So there's a lot that we're mourning. We're mourning the past. We're mourning actually what isn't there in more ways than one. But that's human. That's part of our emotional makeup. We, we use that even spiritually We believe that the dead use that, that energy, that that love, that 
connection that we show in our morning for a certain amount of days, we believe that transitioning relatives and loved ones use that. And that becomes a catalyst for their elevation in the ancestral realm. But then after 40 days, we let that go. We let it go and we allow for the work of spirit to take place without our bondage. We let go and yield to the impermanence of things. We let go and we allow lovingly with gratitude for the transitions that are still to come. So I pray this reaches you somewhere and that you can think about, just start thinking about how to be at peace with transition, with impermanence, and how to use that awareness, that truth that we all have in common, as a way to live into your life fully, yielding to whatever that requires of you. Being willing so that every second, every minute, every hour, and so on is accounted for in a way that you will feel that much more complete when you go. And those who love you will be able to dance and smile and celebrate the life that you chose, the life that you gave yourself, the life that you stepped into. I wish that for every single one of you and for myself. Until next time, I wish you all the best. I mean, the very best. I love you and let's continue to thrive together. Take good care. Peace.